Hey everyone, this is Shadows. And Chaos. We're from the Shadows of the Moon podcast. We're here to tell you about Anchor and how it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And I heard it's free. It is free. There's also a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So I don't have to upload and change platforms? Nope, not at all. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it'll be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Without me having to do it? Yep. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Are you kidding me? Not at all. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead on over, download the free Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm, A-N-C-H-O-R.fm to get started. And that's with a capital A. Missy and Eddie welcome you. Yes, I did. I swear to God, I did. We're live. You better not be live. We are live. Why the fuck? What is wrong with you? <laughs> oh, we, oh, we are live. I told you. Oh, hell. <laughs> Just waiting for D-Live to catch up. There we go. Oh, God. I'm ugly. What is going on here? I'm not trying to buffer nothing. I don't know. My chats keep going to minimizing. <laughs> I just want to pop out chat. I don't want to buffer anything. All right. I got chat popped out. All right. Oh, see, we go live and somebody left the room. See how they are? <laughs> Good morning, everybody. How are you? Oh, this is cool. I just I just realized I can actually put my cursor over the uh, eyeball watcher thingy. Yeah. And I can see who's watching from where. Not in their names. Oh. But Shadows of the Moon, there's two watching. There's nobody from Facebook right now. Um, DLive, there's one. And I don't know. What the hell is that other symbol? Twitch. Okay. <laughs> hey, Andy. Hey, Nicole. Hello, everybody. Hi, Amanda. Don't mind us. We're just, you know, chit-chatting. That's right. <laughs> How are you guys? It's Friday. Thank you for the ice cream, Nicole. Well, that was fast. That was a little fast. There we go. Nicole, you just got slapped for the ice cream. No, yeah. I just tested it. <laughs> that was a little low, so I wanted to make sure. She bitch like you. <laughs> I did not. Guys, you have to excuse me. I, I moved my camera, so now I got to remember where it is. <laughs> thank God it's Friday. What the hell does that have to do with anything? Yes, thank God. You're the best rounds. Hey, Ryan, what's up? What's up, Whisper? Can't believe I'm spending this Easter holiday straight and sober. Well, kudos to you, Andy. Don't worry, we'll, uh, I'll make up for it. <laughs> I got your back, brother. <laughs> Hi, hey, Heather. Heather. Hey, Ted. <laughs> hey, Ted. How are you doing? We're doing all right. I'm a little tired this morning, but we're good. We're good. Yeah, I can guarantee I'm crashing as soon as this show is over. Right. Hey, hey, easily distracted. How are you? Happy Friday. 
Happy Friday. Happy, happy, joy, joy. <laughs> what the hell was that from? Running Stimpy. Is it? I think so. I don't know. Can you guys hear us okay? I moved the mic around a little bit. Yes, Andy, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Heather. I'm glad you had fun. <laughs> it is running stumpy. Yeah, okay. I thought so. Good. Yeah, I believe it did. You would listen to it, right? The clip, voice clip that Amanda took and sent. I haven't heard it yet. I'm looking at the mic like I'm, it's the camera. I'm here. And this is going to get a little bit. I don't think I, she sent it. No, she sent it to us both. Yeah. I thought you would listen to it. I probably did. I hope it don't cause you to break out in too much sweat and tire yourself out too easily, Eddie. Oh, don't, no, 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 I'll pace myself for you, brother. Thank you, Heather, for the lemons. Was the, that was sent messenger, right? Yes. So get everything set up. Let me sure I have I think I have a crappy monitor. Not my big uh, one. What the fuck? I know, right? Um, because the other one blinked out on me yesterday. <laughs> You're the best. I'm going to try to listen to this Okay. You guys are the best. So, yeah, I think I have a crappy monitor. So I'm in the middle of switching them out right now. I took the other one down. Haven't put the... Uh, the other one up I can't yet. hear it with you, jibber jabbery. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Ted. I just decided to brush it today. No, I'm joking. <laughs> and then I'll go back and listen to it again after the show. It's, but it was a clip of that uh, chicken. Whatever. Oh, that chicken dance. That's right. That's right. No, not the, not the chicken, chicken dance. Chicken wiener, chicken and wieners. And, or something. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> right. I remember you say that. Um, actually, Ted, it's just because I put my hoodie on and it pushed it down. It's usually very fluffy and it sucks. I hate my hair. <laughs> Andy, your kindness and consideration is only exceeded by your personal beauty. <laughs> <laughs> that's a chicken wing and wieners or baby weave something. You'll have to excuse me. When I come to her shows, I am freaking tired. <laughs> oh, I tell you. We got a lot to talk about today. Hopefully, I can get through it. <laughs> so, you guys got any plans for this weekend? Sleep. Besides you. I know Work. what you're doing. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so I remember it was chicken wing, but it, was it chicken wing and wieners or what the hell the hell they think? I don't know. I don't remember. Missy, you got to stop wearing them out before the show. Yeah, it's all me. <laughs> Why well, somebody else figured it out? <gasps> Whatever. 
Whatever. No, same here. I had Nicole, Megan, my Andy, like usual. <laughs> Hells yeah. Um, I'm knee deep in the land between. I saw your, yeah. Some dude came forward with an update that really stirred the hornet's nest. Really? I saw your posts. I was like, hmm, wonder what's going on. Amanda, I can't I can't play it because I had no idea how to do that crap. <laughs> Andy, you got about forty dollars worth or well not dollars, but euros or whatever, pounds worth of keys of cakes being delivered tonight that I will have to deliver to the family. Oh that's sweet. Hey freaky geek. What's up, freaky? Yeah, Amanda, I, I'm, you know, I don't even turn my computer off because I'm afraid I can't remember how to turn the goddamn thing back on. Seriously, that's how he is. <laughs> yep, a lot. Exactly. A lot of people, namely researchers, are saying this guy is lying. It's my mission to hear both sides and present factual. That's what I love about you, Ryan. If you guys haven't checked out Ryan's podcast, Whisper to a Screen um, podcast, definite screen cryptids podcast definitely check it out he does a really good job of, of really getting to the facts and i love that i love that it's really really cool show i can't wait to see what comes about of that i really can't I look forward to it, definitely. Eddie, you just flip a switch and change your mood. Good night and hello with a smoldering look. Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're you're awesome. Your podcast is awesome. I love it. Awesome sauce. Awesome sauce. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like wicked tired, guys. I think it's I'm crashing from yesterday's monster. <laughs> My computer is on. I'd never turn it off. <laughs> My weekend, I would have an Easter egg, but I'm on a healthy eating diet. Okay, freaky, put something in the screwy eyes. <laughs> oh, hard-boiled eggs. Those sound good. Well, they sound good. Doesn't mean they're going to smell good. Well, no. That just went an easy breezy commercial. <laughs> It's chocolate mooncake time. Welcome back, Andy. Andy Welcome went back. to go get Easter cake. He said his Easter cake was there. Ah. Of course. They know when to deliver it. Oh, Missy and Eddie's on air? Well, hell. What? What happened? Nothing happened. What the hell are you talking about, Missy and Eddie? What? Went live, so let's deliver everything now. Oh, well, I'll catch up. Don't worry. Because <laughs> I didn't buy her a box of Easter cake. See? And you asked her to take a day off from Megan. Come on, Andy. How is she supposed to take a day off 
when you won't even give her a box of Easter cakes. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. In Andy's defense, how many times has Nicole sat there eating Belgian chocolates? That he said, and, though. But, but she's going to do it right in front of him. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I just sent eight pounds of biscuits over to her. <laughs> See? Well, what can I say? But did you, you send didn't... any more cookies? <laughs> I'm sure Flukey's looking for cookies. <laughs> yeah, there you go. See, Freaky Geek has it. <laughs> and he just says, biscuits equal cookies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a difference between Easter chocolates and just Belgium chocolates. <laughs> Did you see what Freaky Geek said, though? Eddie, that's how Nicole proves she got them. Yeah, well... That's all she's doing is just proving. Uh-huh. And that's all he's doing is proving that he's got Easter cake. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them dog biscuits. <laughs> that's funny. You guys are too funny. What's up, Nobs? Nubs, what is going on? <laughs> I know, right? They're mean, Ted. I'm telling you, every time they got to talk about food. But I, I was smart today. I ate my breakfast first. Because <laughs> usually they talk about food and make me freaking starving by the end of the podcast. Or the, you know, show. <laughs> All Nicole has to do is wait until I am on video chat with her prior to opening any parcels from me. Man, she freaking hates having to wait. <laughs> we know from last time. <laughs> it's one of the good things about Shadows, though. Uh, I, I can run to the post office, come back with three, four, five packages. And if she's getting ready to do a show or whatnot, she'll wait until the show's over. Not that last time, though. No, well, because you were excited to get that. Yeah. I'm good just uploading videos from, I think he needs my investigation last night, not me. Oh, cool. Very cool. Can't wait to see that. Nicole says she hates surprises, but she loves when she gets a parcel. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, if you have a check. You're the best. And again, I looked at my mic like I'm looking at the camera. And, and it's lagging, or it's got a long lag to it again. Yeah, Victoria's Secret Collection. <laughs> like I can afford one of their bras. <laughs> Christ. An over-shoulder, the boulder holder only costs you $140. That's right. It's <laughs> what it costs Eddie <laughs> for his moves. <laughs> Oh, I wasn't supposed to say that. I'm sorry. I like my boobs. <laughs> <laughs> but if you haven't checked out Nubs, go check out Adventures with Nubs because that's a freaking awesome channel in itself. Yeah, it is. Nubs, Nubs rocks. He does all sorts of things. On sale. I, I spent 140 on sale. <laughs> yeah. That was 3% off. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> All right, guys, coming up on today's show, 
course, it is Freaky News Friday where we discuss the odd and weird no news of the week. The noises too. Yeah, I was wondering if you were going to catch yourself. I have to. I have to catch myself because you guys all die me out if I don't. No. <laughs> you make me keep it real. Um, <laughs> real Missy isn't like. Just remember, if you over you're over on Facebook, please hit the link that's up in the description there about Facebook, um, so it authorizes. They use your name. Yeah. You see so your we name. know who we're talking to. And it don't come up Facebook <laughs> user. <laughs> and, of course, thank you to each and every one of you over at my podcast that listens over there. I appreciate each and every one of you. Yeah, because I can't stand you. No. <laughs> Sorry. We appreciate each and every one of you that listens to this either after the show or during the show on the podcast and in the YouTube channel, the Twitch channel, DLive, all you guys rock it. I'm uh, distracted. He says, fun, neat, weird, nude. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Crystal. Hey, Crystal. How you doing? Before welcome, we welcome. Talks, when does the course in Missy... Missy and Knees. It's all the way through the show, Andy. Yes. And I never stop teaching. <laughs> Never. <laughs> All right. So coming up on today's show, we have in the ghostly portion of the show, a haunted or a house for sale. We went from haunted no, to no, a house for sale. Because you'll see what I'm talking about. A house for sale has a non not haunted sign outside. Well, that's the fastest way to sell your house. <laughs> Tell them it's not haunted. Exactly. Then we're talking strange folklore, dark forces, and mysterious wilderness vanishings. In our cryptid portion of the show, we're talking about the cemetery that's at the center of the werewolf sightings. In our alien, UFO, and space portion, get this. One of the witnesses to the travel, Travis Walton's alien abduction withdraws his account he withdraws his account saying, Travis, it, his testimony is null and void. We're going to get to the bottom of that. And then if you don't know who Travis Walton is, he was it, the around the movie Fire in the Sky. He was the first ever. He was abducted by aliens. And then weeks later was found down the road. Remember when his, you know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah. I, I know who you're talking about. And I believe it was six buddies of his that he worked with all witnessed it. All witnessed him getting sucked into the UFO. Maybe, Andy. Am I be, after all, this, all these years, though? I don't know. Then we're going to talk about a time trailer. A time, time traveler. Shut up. I see you laughing over there. A time traveler films a bomb shelter from 2027 after claiming to be the last man alive. Six years from now. Sorry, Freaky seen a picture saying the, the neighbors are quiet. And then the background was a picture of a cemetery. <laughs> there you go. See, you get it. So this guy apparently already went six years into the future. Right. Okay. 
and he's claiming the last he's the last man alive, at least in Spain. I think that's where it's from. And then in our weird portion of the news, Yuri Geller. He's the spoonbender from years ago. I see. Didn't he do something on TV? Yeah. So, you know how the Suez Canal ship is stuck? No, it's not no more, but yes. Yes. He helped move it. Really? Yes. So they say. They're saying Mind Power moved the Suez Canal ship. Huh. Then we're talking about humans could one day evolve venom glands. I kind of, you know, why not? We got Spider-Man. <laughs> right? Dyson Spear may be the key to human immortality. I don't know. Would you really want to live forever? I wouldn't want to live forever. Exactly. Seriously. I mean, I get it. If, if that's the case, please take me back like 30 years. Yeah, give me a... And, and then let me start that shit? Yeah. Not, not when I'm, I'm, I'm over 50 now, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to wake up every damn day sore and decrepit. and. Right, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My sister finished this song for you, but it's not the one that you wanted. But it, oh, damn it. But it is a gospel song. <laughs> um, he posts on my channel sometime today. Okay. Thank you, Crystal. Uh, without hollow teeth, what would use venom glands? Also, will that not cause potential poisoning if you bite your lip or something? Snakes don't have that problem. Snakes don't have lips. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Terry. How you doing? What's up, Terry? You know, my brother kid birthday. Okay. Well, there you go. Andy, we got a topic for tomorrow. Nicole's like, I'll bite you, Andy. Well, that's not nice. Then you'll kill him because you're going to be poisonous. Andy says, I've been waking up decrepit for decades. <laughs> well, only three. <laughs> and as always, if Hi, you Patrick. are. Hey, Patrick. If you're listening over at the podcast portion, I always invite you guys, we always invite you guys, to come on over and join in on the conversation. Thank you for the ice creams, Patrick. What's up, Terry? <laughs> How you doing, Terry? Nah. Oh, just torture, not kill me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So... Starting out, like I said, with the residents of town in the town of Massachusetts, in a town of Massachusetts, have left have been left perplexed by a very unusual for sale sign. A trend that seems to have gained popularity in recent years has been for homeowners and estate agents to advertise that the fact that the house they are selling is haunted in hopes of attracting more attention for prospective buyers. And actually, in New York, it's against the law. <laughs> Who's lurking? Freaky geeks Freaky. lurking. <laughs> um, it's against the law in New York to not state it if it is haunted. Especially um, from those with an interest in the paranormal. In this case, however, someone seems to have gone to great lengths to do the complete opposite. Resident of a Boston area neighborhood this week couldn't help but notice 
a for sale sign outside one of the houses had an additional sign that read not haunted in red big, big red letters. This went up around the corner and I have so many questions, wrote Margaret Bloomstein, who took a photograph of the unusual sign and posted it to Twitter. Like, are they doing it just to, what do you guys think? Do you think they're just doing it? They like, want their 15 minutes of fame. The precise whereabouts of the house have not, or have been withheld for privacy reasons. However, the estate agent involved in the sale has reportedly denied having anything to do with the not haunted sign. So did the homeowner place it there or someone else do it as a prank? Whatever the case, it seems that someone must have be very skeptical about the prospect of any paranormal activity going on in the location. I, I think anywhere you go, there, there's, there's a paranormal no matter where you go. Right. Um, was it done as a prank? The real estate agent says they didn't do it. No, he said he didn't do it. Right, right. He didn't have anything to do with it. He didn't say that the homeowners didn't do it. He said he didn't. Right. But could it have been a prank from a neighbor that didn't want them to leave so he's going to make it difficult to sell their house? So Patrick says prank. Nicole says prank. Or Patrick could it be the homeowners say they wanted to get they want to get out? Right. Like I, the lady, the Margaret there that lived around the corner, like, obviously, I wonder, um, I used to live near Boston, actually. Um, I've been to Boston years ago. Right. Uh, this Margaret, though, she's like, she has so many questions. Because it's like, are they saying it and it is haunted? I mean, in New York, you can't do that. Right. Well, you're exactly right. This, and by the way, this house is not haunted. Is it being sarcastic? Right. Yeah. To let somebody who's actually into paranormal know that it is haunted. Right. But we don't want to freak anybody out. Yeah. Exactly. That's I. I look at it a different way to you know be like. So we can actually go four different ways. Yeah. No doubt. I mean, at first, and, and either even Heather was kind of like fame. They right. just wanted their 15 minutes of, you know, attention. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Moving on. Strange folklore, dark forces, and mysterious wilderness vanishings. Um, so since time unremembered, the remote and wild places of our world have attracted all manner of myths and legends. Nature has a primal allure for us, a sense of mystery that we can't help but wonder at. Dark forests and dim wilderness have attracted all manners of tales of monsters, ghosts, and imposing paranormal forces, spanning across cultures and geographical <laughs> boundaries. And I'm just not even... Geographical? Yeah, that's it. Okay. And I'm, it's Friday. We all know what it's Friday, so. Right to find haunted. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Patrick, I don't know how the laws work. He says, it, it, I wonder if it turns out to be haunted, could you sue him? Yeah, I don't, I don't know the, the um, laws in Boston. In New York, I think you can because it's stated in the. 
law book that it has to, if it's haunted, you have to tell the people you're selling it to. Um, so boundaries and ranging from benevolent powers to those that are decidedly most more insidious. When looking through so much lore and legend, it's hard not to wonder whether any of it is based on something real. That's what I think. I think when you hear about lore and legend and that, something started that. Well, of course, it all, it all starts with a story. Right. But I don't think it's made up. I think they actually had an experience. Um, when looking through, oh, but I just read that. Um, one other, one area where this seems to be relevant is regards to certain cases of mysterious vanishings in woods, or at least those cases in which people have seemingly been close to disappearing off the face of the earth. In such cases, there are often the feeling that something menacing and beyond comprehension is lurking out there in the trees, willingly pulling people in. And there is plenty of old lore that certainly at least suggests a connection between myth and reality. Evan just brought up a really good point. She says, I'm not sure because how can they prove where the ghost came from? Because the new tenant had ghosts follow them. Or could the person posting the sign don't believe in the paranormal and nothing ever happened, so they're saying it's not haunted. Right. Where the new tenants do believe in the paranormal and, and have shit happened. They're getting yes. Yeah, that is a good point. Also, lore comes from so many accounts of people saying similar things in the area, right? Yes, you're absolutely right, Freaky Geek. Uh, Andy says, same with the global flood myths. Every culture around the world has them, but science says it's nothing but fantasy until they realize that the melting of the Ice Age saw sea levels rise 400 feet. Yeah, exactly, you know. If there are forces at work in the wilderness that serve to confuse, befuddle, or even take people away into other worlds, it would not be a new idea, as there have been several pieces of lore from around the world that describe such a thing. Perhaps one of the well-known uh, lore from Irish folklore is called the Stray Sod. This usually describes a patch of grass imbued, imbued with magical properties commonly attributed to fairies, also known as the fae, also known as the fae. According to the lore, if one is to step upon this enchanted grass, they will become disoriented and lose their way, no matter how familiar they are with the area. A person under the strays sod's power will supposedly wander around in circles or deeper into the wilderness, completely unable to figure out how to get back. And in some reports, the entire landscape will seem to change. So they're basically, I wonder if it's, if it's like um, barefooted, like, are you getting poisoned through your feet or with shoes on, it won't happen. I don't know, but, um, and if they pass over some veil into a new realm, it is said that the only way to break the spell is to remove one's clothing and wear it inside out, which is one, which if one is lucky, will lift the enchantment and allow them to find their way again. Just real quick, Crystal. 
I, I didn't find her. She stalked me. <laughs> I did stalk him. Does that seem low to you? It does. Okay. <laughs> A little better. Okay. Welcome back, Freaky Geek. Oh, crystals. I'm just me. <laughs> Believe me. But that's a wonderful compliment. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so, flip your clothes out, inside out, and you'll be saved, hopefully. And there are certain herbs that will supposedly neutralize the effects. The book Ancient Legends of uh, Ireland by Lady Wilde gives a rather dramatic description of Straysod saying, There is an herb also as, or fairy grass, called the Fawd Sharon. And I'm sorry to all my Scottish friends out there that if I'm saying that wrong. Because I, there's... I can't say American words right. You know how that goes. And he says, now, if I was to go for a walk in the country, eat a load of fresh mushrooms, and see the fae, the very last thing I'm going to do is remove <laughs> my clothes and try to put them back on again inside out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can totally see that happening, too. Well, i got to get my clothes off. <laughs> People around you going, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> Somebody call the paddy wagon. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you got to take them off first, Ricky. <laughs> Holy shit, Andy. Yeah, <laughs> your mind just operates in ways I just sometimes don't understand. <laughs> oh, you understand all too well. That's the problem. Shut up. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Freaking walk out again to see if you can get an encore. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be one of those days. Yes, it is. Oh, God. Here you go. Oh, what the <laughs> I know, Nicole, right? Now, I, I, what I'm worried about, though, is what if you got skid marks in your drawers and you got to turn them inside out? <laughs> You're screwed. Uh, what the? Fuck? I know. <laughs> Believe me, I live with us. <laughs> so all through the night, delirious and restless over bog and mountain, through hedges and ditches, till wearied and bruised and cut, his garments garments torn, his hands bleeding, he finds himself in the morning, twenty or thirty miles, perhaps, from his own home. Okay. Andy, I wasn't naked when I jumped in the water, okay? I had my shorts on. <laughs> and those who fall under the strange influence have all the time of sensation of flying, are utterly unable to pause or turn back or change their career. I don't know what that means. Okay. There is, however... Okay. There is, however, another herb that can neutralize the effects of the fog drawn. But... Only the initiate can utilize its mystic properties. Irish folklore is full of stories of people being held on. Give the boy <laughs> Yes, that's right. Irish folklore is full of stories of people being held under the forces of stray sod, or even disappearing forever. In some cases, are very interesting indeed. 
one author who wrote quite a lot about support supposed causes of this was a minister named Mr. McManus, who who wrote several works on fairylands in Ireland. Oh, fuck you, Andy. <laughs> By the time you got out of the water, Andy, you should have removed the shorts and got a job as a shop mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> Including Irish folklore 1960 and the Middle Kingdom, the fairy world of Ireland, 1959. His work includes several supposedly true stories of stray sod phenomenon at work, with one of them being the tale of Reverend Mr. Harris in the summer of 1916. Reverend Harris allegedly went on a trip to go tend to a very sick man who lived not far away. It was only a seven-mile walk, which he had taken many times before. So he told his wife he would back, he'd be back within two hours and headed off. At some point, the reverend went through a gate and decided to cut across the field beyond as a shortcut, where he expected to find a small stairway over the fence on the other side, called a stile, where the path would condition, continue. Condition. Condition. It will condition you to keep going that way. That's right. He had taken this shortcut on many occasions before, so it was with some surprise that he reached the other side of the field and found no sign of either of these. In fact, he could not even see any evidence of a, the path anymore. And I read about that, where the path, the total path would be gone. That's like the, the one story you covered about the, the three uh, teenagers that ran into the woods. Right. And, and there was no other side to it. Yeah, yeah. But then when they finally did come out, they had lost hours of time. Yep. But in their minds, they were only gone a matter of minutes. Yeah. He at first thought he had, might have made a mistake and gone to the wrong spot. So he followed the hedge around the field and did a full circuit without finding the style. Or even stranger than that, there was no sign of the gate that he had entered through. And the path that he had taken was nowhere to be seen. He searched the field for hours without any sign of the gate, the path, or the stairway. Indeed, no way out. Um, panic growing within him with every passing moment. Andy, as I made, just shaking my head. <laughs> um, with every passing moment, until at one point, things suddenly returned to normal just as quickly as they had derailed. The path and the gate appeared again, and he found himself standing right next to the stairway as the one he's been searching for in vain. Another case written by McManus involves an unnamed woman who worked at the housekeeper as a housekeeper at a sprawling estate in the Irish countryside. One evening, she decided to take a walk back to her village to visit her family, a walk that took her through an area with a hill called Lizard Fort which is known to locals as a place where fairies dwelled. The woman passed through without incident and headed down the hill, yet she suddenly blinked and found herself walking the opposite way and back up the hill. Is this one of them stories where your parents walk to school both ways and uphill? Maybe. Maybe that's why that's that, that story's around. All she had to do was step over the stitch and she would be on the road to her village. But every time she tried, she once again found herself going the opposite direction, as if some barrier was preventing her from passing over. 
then maybe you shouldn't be on that path. For hours, she was stuck there like this. So it was with relief that she saw a search party approaching to look for her. But when she shouted to them and waved her hands, they couldn't see her. This would go, I'm telling you, it's like debris. <laughs> that wall. Yeah. Well, I can see you. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 freaky day. It's weird that Freaky brought it up the same night we started watching it. Yeah. That is that is a tripped out program. This would go on for another hour or so before. Um, oh, this would go on another hour before, as with Reverend Harris, whatever spell had been cast was lifted, and she was able to continue on her way. Hold on, the Reverend showed up. No, all of a sudden there, there, there's no. They're saying it, it ended as quickly as it started, just like the Reverend story. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, Freaky, we're coming up. Yeah. Yeah, we've seen the bus. We're, we're caught up. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, but they think it's this grass. It, it, so, what do you think? It, I mean. I don't think it's the grass because then you're blaming Mother Nature. Well, you're no the fairies. You'd still be blaming Mother Nature, who grew the grass. Right, right. Mother Nature is not out to hurt you. Mother Nature is not out to confuse you. So why is it happening? Hmm. Could it be a fairy rebelling against Mother Nature? Maybe they did something to the fairies and didn't realize they did it. Maybe they stepped on one of their houses that they couldn't see. Yes, you can tell how it ends because we I've seen it. <laughs> the credits roll up the screen. If it's the grass, it will affect everyone who comes and comes. But it has been. That, that's what they're saying. Lots of teasing fairies there. And I wonder if it's a test. Hmm. That's a good question. To determine on how determined you are. Right. Maybe an elemental. Because Peter Pan upset his shadow. (laughs) What? Because Peter Pan upset his shadow. Yeah. (laughs) We all seen how that ended. And I believe that, Andy, uh, you will not, and my whole belief has always been, you will not die until you have finished and completed what you have, what you were supposed to do from birth. And if you still don't finish it before this vessel dies, your soul will end up in another vessel and, and you're going to keep going until you, you accomplish what it was you were supposed to accomplish. That's always been my belief. Right, but what he's saying is something may have stopped her from going further. That may, maybe that action stopped her from meeting a bad end. Could have. I've heard of that happening too. Have you ever had a, a second guess about crossing a road, and, and you stop for a second, like you light a cigarette or something, or do something? You know what I mean? Right. And just about the time you look back up that you were going to cross the road, a vehicle goes flying by. You know, you know, it right. ran a stop sign, it ran a red light. Right, yeah. 
I'll let you read what Nicole wrote. Oh, maybe that's why we still don't know what happened with Bobby and Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> Everything in life is, it happens for a reason. It's a, and it goes around Bobby and Bruce, damn it. Yeah, god damn it. <laughs> Who was it? Bobby was found dead. Bruce took his place. Mom knew that it wasn't Bobby, but no. Yeah. Mom knew it wasn't Bobby. The uncle knew it wasn't Bobby. The and mom the, believed it was Bobby. Huh? The mom believed it was Bobby. Until they found the uncle dead. Because the no, uncle even knew then. it wasn't Bobby. It was Bruce. <laughs> That's what you really keep people rising to the top. Keep searching for your dream. Keep trying to be better the next day. You know what makes me better the next day is knowing I can get the hell out of bed. <laughs> or sometimes you hear somebody call your name and you turn back and nobody there. Yeah, I've done that. I've heard that. And it stops you from crossing the road or, or taking that first step somewhere. It stops you. Dead in your tracks. Pedro's <laughs> like, oh, okay, I remember now. <laughs> yes, the Changeling. That was a screwed up movie. But was Bobby Bruce? No, Bruce was Bobby. <laughs> That was a hell of a damn program. Man, that was a couple of months ago, and we're still talking about I know. It. Bruce and Bobby will never, we will never be the same since Bruce and Bobby. <laughs> it wasn't really worth from life. Just agreed. And that's actually a, a pretty good question, Andy, but has, is, is anybody truly content? I mean, now you can say you are, but are you truly content? Right. So we got one more story with this one. And this all seems to be keeping with the lore such mysterious focus in the forces in the wilderness. There are other equally strange and difficult to categorize cases as well. In August of 1897, a six-year-old girl named Lillian Carney went missing in the, US, the state of Maine. So very true, Amanda. As she was out with her parents picking blueberries, she went missing. And according to her parents, she had vanished right under their noses. A preliminary search of the area would quickly expand over 200 searchers scouring the area and calling the little girl's name to no avail. After an extensive search, Lillian was found in the woods in a dazed trance-like state. When she, asked what, when she was asked what happened to her, the dazed girl replied that she had been in a place in the forest where the sun had shone the entire time she had been there. This was rather odd considering the weather at the time of her disappearance had been partially cloudy. She had been enveloped by a thick canopy of trees far from any town and she had been missing overnight for around 46 hours. What was this continuous sunlight she saw? And significant, and what significance does it have in Lillian's disappearance? Um, she was in Alaska. <laughs> no, she was in Maine. Well, continuous sunlight, so I just figured she was in Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> um, Crystal says it's seven times in the past week that she's heard somebody call her name and she turned around, and it's nothing but the piano there. Wow. So I'm taking it she plays piano. Right, yeah. Obviously. And somebody loves listening to her play and they keep calling her back to play it. <laughs> so maybe someone's thinking about uh no, 
So for the people who don't understand what Shannon's is saying, keep your butt out of the woods, right? <laughs> right. Don't cross through gates that go to nowhere. Yeah, yeah, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I would say Walmart parking lot. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, don't go in Walmart parking lot, man. <laughs> One of the things we always wanted to do in uh, New York at the Walmart that we had there, because they always had uh, um, prisoners uh, that would work the sides of the roads and, and pick up the garbage and everything. We wanted to rent a bus, and everybody in like 14, 15 of those get all jumpsuits, orange jumpsuits, and pull into the Walmart park and like come running off the fucking bus towards the store, like, yeah, we got the job. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> Thank you for the ice cream, Nicole. Oh, yeah. We, uh, remember when I ran into Mike again from uh, oh. Attica? Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah. You're right, Amanda. Maybe maybe that's what it's either either write a song, yeah, or write the music to a song. Yeah, that could be. I but that, would there's that. somebody that knows that you play, you play it well, and they want to keep hearing it. Wait, if I ask them why are they talking about me, I'm going to do something that they they might they might answer you. you never back. know exactly, and it might not be verbal. It may look for the little signs. Yes. Like turning around, looking at a piano because you heard your name. That's a sign. Right. I would take it as a sign. So if I say you ask him, what would you like me to do? And you turn around and you see like a notepad. Exactly. Andy, because you know what I mean? Something, something I'm looking at the freaking mic again. <laughs> I'm really talking to you, Crystal. I, I mean, <laughs> um, you know, something like that, definitely look for the little subdo signs, you know? Okay, she's saying the only the only people that played uh, the piano in her family is Kip and, and Noble and her brother KJ. So if, if what you're hearing is your name from that piano, one of them has a song in mind that you're supposed to sing to their piano playing. Yeah, that definitely could be. That's called telepathy. Uh, it may also be a, con a connection that our family has where we all talk to each other through a simple thought. Yeah, that, that's uh, telepathy. Yeah. Um, don't go to the same golf course as Donald Trump. Go to you might be hit by something. Um, did you read that somewhere? Is that a thought or where did that come from? <laughs> That just came out of left field. Right. So the next story on our list is the cemetery at the sighting of werewolf sightings. Um, the so-called werewolf of Canterwell, Camberwell has been sighted several times over the years, according to reports. Sighted or situated in South London and dating back 170 years, the aptly named Campbell Old Cemetery is reportedly home to a familiar supernatural creature that is said to stalk among or skulk among the gravestones tales of this alleged werewolf recently caught the attention of local researcher andy mcgrath who discovered two intriguing encounters that took place at the cemetery eight years apart 
Oh, now, now if they said seven years, I would say that's kind of weird. I know, Andy. See, Andy, it's just Andy taking moonlit walks, gal. Again. Again. Is he out on another stroll? That's what he's saying. Um, the instance, the first instance took place on October 9th, 19, or 1996. A man had been taking a shortcut through the cemetery when something grabbed him by the arm and smashed him to the ground. He said he saw a large creature with dark fur and a head like a German shepherd looking at him intently, slobbering and growling and sniffing his body up and down, just like a dog would, said McGrath. Just as quickly as the attack started, it was over, and the beast sprinted off on his hind legs. The second encounter happened in 2004. We heard a large growl, one of them said. It involved two witnesses. Then a large tree in the corner of the cemetery was shaking incredibly hard, as as if something really powerful was shaking it with all its might. It was definitely not made by a person or animal. Um, the tree looked as if the roots were ready to be ripped out. My friend and I took to our heels and ran as fast as we could in different directions. We could not rationalize the sheer terror we both felt. We knew we had get, get as far away as a cemetery as we possibly could. There's something very sinister there. So could there really be a wolf stalking the 170-year-old cemetery? Uh, if the creature is described as animal-like, then it's probably an animal not uncommonly known. Animal. But see, then you look at it, would that be a werewolf or would it be a dogman? See, back in the day, it was always a werewolf. What if they were the same as the dogman? Now, werewolves are supposed to be born seventh son of seventh son. Dogman are just dogman. Where's Ryan? Is Ryan still in here? I don't think he is. Ryan. <laughs> that's, that's, okay, well, a dogman apparently isn't a werewolf. Well, I, I guess... It, I think a dog man never changes form. He just keeps that form. Right, right. Where werewolves go back to man. So there's a difference of the dog man and the werewolf. Yeah, Nubs. It makes you think because it's like back in the day. Yeah, werewolves definitely, they well, they're supposedly changed back into human form. Okay, now I'm getting confused. See, that's kids. why, Andy, you were the youngest son of the youngest son. So that, I mean, you might have not been the seventh son, but... Well, Freaky says I thought the seventh son of the seventh son was supposed to be a lucky person. Apparently not. I was just a, the son of some idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, I don't know how they... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, just don't start thinking of Henry the Great, I am. <laughs> Henry the Eighth, I am. That one too. But I just I don't know because 
Because we've had werewolves here. I mean, we all think of werewolf London, right? Hurry back, Freaky. Hurry back, Freaky. I'll be right back. Well, okay. <laughs> Hurry back, Holly. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Hurry back, Amanda. But I mean, it's just, <laughs> are you guys all going together? Where are you going? Shut up, Nicole. I see that. <laughs> He's yelling in the bathroom. Fancy meeting you here, Freaky. Um, <laughs> shut up, Heather. I knew that was coming. <laughs> they say the seventh son of seven son has powers as well. But yeah, but it's supposed to be that's where werewolves come from. So, like, I don't know, guys. ACDC song, Bad Boy Boogie, makes reference to it was the seventh day. I was the seventh son. Possible. That could be. You never know because, I mean, those people wrote some songs and it's, you know, Iron Maiden, all that. They wrote some good songs to where it makes you think. So maybe there could be a possible connection. What was my name? Why was my name, sir? Oh, because I was telling him you were saying fancy meeting you here, Freaky. Oh, yeah, because he said, uh, are y'all leaving it, sir? Y'all going to something? Y'all leaving, meeting together or something? <laughs> I hope not, because I only got one toilet. <laughs> right, Andy, yeah. Um, I don't know. So it makes you think. It's crazy. I don't know if it's just a new... Because back in the day, you never heard of Dogman. Don't read uh, Heather's. Yeah, I know. I already yelled at her for that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nicole, too. Thank you. Thank you. I am back. I, I didn't go very far. Damn it, Heather. I read that, too. Son of a bitch. I told you not to read it. I thought you were talking about because she put the number. No, Jenny's I didn't number. see that. She put Jenny's number. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows Jenny's number. Um, thanks. Now I got lamb chop. I did see an image of lamb chop and sherry in my head. I just I looked over at you and I saw this, the image of sherry with the tree and lamb chop up on the limb. What the who? You. And you see an image of a tree with a lamb chop in my head. No, I mean, well, kinda. Oh. <laughs> wow, feel the love there. <laughs> I know, Andy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, but this is the wrong lamb job, Crystal. This was a puppet. <laughs> And folklore, like God created the world in six days and rested on the seventh day. That's what they say. Right. Yes, the number seven is, but that that it's not. That has nothing to do with the, the cryptid part of it, though. Yeah, I was just dying laughing. I know. She's, she's having a good time today. 
I'm just wondering about the werewolf part of it and Dogman. Where, like, where, where did is, the Dogman just appear? Well, it had to come from somewhere. Right. But, like, back in the day, it was always werewolf, werewolf, werewolf. To where now it's Dogman, Dogman, Dogman. I lost the nail. I forget what her name was that did a... Uh, Sherry. It was Sherry. I can't think of her last name, though. I... Uh, but you're right. For years, it was werewolf. And then now it's Dogman. Could it have been a werewolf that got stuck in transformation going back into a human? Oh, that's a good question. Because werewolf would have the bigger snout. It would be outward. Yeah. And it would walk on all fours. No. The werewolf would be in more. So why would it? No. If, if he's transforming back to human, the snout's going in. Right. So, yeah, but even werewolf has the shorter snout than Dogman does. Cherry Lewis, thank you. Yes. Hey, Lady Blindwell. He got stuck in transformation where he was trying to transform back, but got stuck at a certain point. Uh, right. The whole body doesn't transform at one, one time. It's got to do it in sections because if not, it would kill somebody. Right. So maybe that part didn't have a chance yet to go back. To go back. And you got that, that was it. That's where the dogman came from. I heard, I've heard of that, Lady Blind Wolf. I think I, I did a story on that. Um, she said there's a story of a dog face bridge here in Indiana where the woman was killed and she had the head of a dog and the body of a human, and the dog was her head and its body. Yet, yeah, um, there was also one like the pig man, I believe, also. Anamorphine? Anamorphing wolf. It, it's changing. Right. Hurry back, Heather. You know what it's like, Eddie. It's a real bastard when you get cramps in your transformation muscles. Uh, well, yeah, if you're talking about my leg cramps, you ain't lying. It is a real bitch. <laughs> that hurts. That's, yeah. You've seen them jump up, you know. <laughs> that hurts. I mean, it, that's not pain I wish on anybody. But, yeah. Moving on, I don't know. That's my big question of the day. So, there, but that was a pretty good theory. That's where I'm. I'm you think Dogman is the son of the werewolf? Maybe it was a werewolf in human form that had, you know, a child. Right. Yeah. And they usually, if it's the seventh son of the seventh son, it's a werewolf. So I don't know. I don't know how that would play in. Lots of religions and stories in native culture. Lots of half man, half animal. Well, if I run into a werewolf or a dog man, I'm bringing my two pit bulls. No <laughs> blink. <laughs> Do wolves get haunted by were-man? You never know, Andy. What is a were-man? Ask Andy. I, I just I just did. Oh, he's asking you, Andy. <laughs> so, never mind. I'm not even going to say it. I'll save it for my show. Because that, that would have been so inappropriate. All right, well, there you point. go. All right, moving on. Even even distracted says, yes, an offspring. Yeah, but werewolves don't happen unless it's a werewolf if it's the seventh son of the seventh son. Which means it can be human. 
Right, it transforms, but dogmen don't transform. Right. So it's the other children. It's not the seventh man of the. I'm trying to. I'm trying to put it in my head. See, no, we're not sure if Dogman is the son of a werewolf. Who's the woman in, in what we see thinking about Live Out Loud ladies know what I'm, I'm talking about? It, it doesn't mean that she had sex with, with a man in werewolf form, dog form. It, 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 he could have just passed his genetic gene on, but it didn't. Like take take yeah like the whole werewolf situation right. like like he was stuck at birth between werewolf and human. Ryan really needs to get in here. <laughs> Andy, drink enough beer, you're good. <laughs> there's some more. There. But this is it, it's interesting because there there's so many different ways that you you can. Right, and, and, the thing and you know what distracted? I was thinking that I was thinking that the eighth pup. Okay, all right. See, now that puts it in perspective for me because, like, uh, what the fuck? Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I am too, Nubs. I'm still Dogman's fairly new. It's not like the werewolf. You know what I mean? Yeah, Dogman's only been around for a couple of years. Where, right. where a werewolf has been around for centuries. Exactly. And that's where my mind gets conflicted because it's like there's different aspects between a werewolf and the dogman and how they act. Well, it's okay. And I don't mean this in a bad way whatsoever and in God, please strike me dead if I offend anybody. That's what they call inbreeding. When, when, when a family does it long enough, you usually get one or you get in children that are that not quite. Right, right. But that wasn't the aspect of it. Like the, the original story of the werewolf was basically, um, I forgot what it was, the details of it. But something, it was something religious um, where they said that the woman was a devil. She was, part, I don't know. It had to do with the right. religious what, aspect. What I'm of saying it. Is, is when families inbreed like that, the right. DNA yeah, structure I get that. breaks down. Right. So maybe he was just like, uh, just right, just said, the eighth pup that didn't get all the DNA it needed to be able to do with right. a werewolf does. Well, like, um, am I talking and, about the Wolverines? <laughs> Andy, that's true. Prior to political correctness, none of this existed. No, yes, it did, Andy. Werewolves would kill and eat the runt of their litter. Most uh, savage no, because werewolves do. werewolves are half human. The half human part, half the time that that. Yes, they were that, turning. That's exactly what I was saying, Andy. Half of the time, the werewolves. I've studied a lot about the werewolves. Half of the time, the werewolf men part of the men part of it don't even realize they're a werewolf until weird shit starts happening. Like a moment until they're getting ready to transform. No, 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 no. Until they wake up and they got blood on them and they don't know where the blood came from. Or so all these movies we watch. 
where they know they're going into pain, they they, they feel yeah, that's it. movies, honey. So it's all bullshit. Yes. Okay. So you talk to a werewolf, and he'll tell you, I have I no could've. clue. I could have. I have no clue I'm a wolf. Listen, if I tell you my secrets, I'm going to have to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, people. <laughs> See what happens? Never spilled a drop. Okay, well, you mess with me some more. <laughs> no, I was going to do it, too, and then I'm like, no, he was doing that to me. Welcome hair, back, Amanda. The hair on the floor for three days, every full moon kind of gave it away to, for me. <laughs> it, just like I said, though, there's, there's so many different ways that, because it, 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 if it's only movies, if, it, if it's only whatever, mm-hmm. Or even in stories you read, there are female werewolves. No. Yeah, well, I mean, some of the stories I read, there are. No. You have the alpha, which is the male, and I think she's called the, the beta? No. Okay. Well, then don't read my stories. <laughs> <laughs> and why can't yeah, they be? the Lycon from Green They're not Green. called were-man. They're called werewolves. I know. Andy's just fucking around, if that's what you're talking about. No, I'm, talking, oh. I'm asking you because oh. you said there are no female werewolves. No, because Andy brought up werewolf. Hi, Scoop. How you doing? Oh, no. No, I had nothing to do with him. Okay, that's why my mind was... Oh, okay. I, yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, what about Mexico? Was that those families to have that general condition uh, where they grow hair and people thought right. they were werewolves. I know what you're talking about, Lady Blind Wolf. Yes, we, you know, that was on every, you know what she's talking about. He was, that poor kid has been on every tabloid magazine that there ever was. Yeah, because he's got that, that rare, it's a rare disease. disease that, yeah. But no, this, that goes, these werewolf stories and legends and lore go back way. Like, um, I think it was Andy that brought up. Um, Greek mythology. <laughs> I can't believe Ricky just brought that up. <laughs> Did every ever tell the story? I cannot believe Ricky remembers that. I know. Yeah, I'm. I'm I swear <laughs> to God that it, I mean, there's got to be easily emails. distracted. Is not talking about what you're talking about. What the hell are you talking about? I'm commenting to Andy right now. I'm not talking to you. I was talking to Easily Distracted and Andy. Well, then don't look at me. I was looking at the camera. Oh, but you're looking right at me. No, but I was... <laughs> oh, Lordy B. I'm totally lost. Yes. I know there's... Greek a, mythology. Though I've seen the tracks. Um, the first mention of a werewolf was in the story of King... Lycon. Lycuna? Lycon. Icon from Greek mythology. Um, look up program bitten. Oh, really, Lady, Lady Blind Wolf? Wow. When you're trying to diagnose my eye disease, uh, I was in Riley fart? Children's Hospital with a kid that had too much hair. I, I didn't catch that. I will check that out. Then there was a lady that had that condition and she was treated horribly. You should look up and Ask a mortician, they have stuff about her. Wow. 
That's pretty cool. Well, I mean, cool, not, you know what I mean, not. It's interesting. It's interesting. Not, I didn't mean to be disrespectful. I meant it's cool to um, research, that there's research behind it. Those are just TV shows. There's a difference between TV shows and movies and lore and legend. But everything has to start somewhere. Well, yeah, they're based off of the legend and lore, but not fully. Like, they have to make it interesting for people to watch. No, they just have to make it affordable. Right, that's the original name of Lycon or Lycan Topper. Yeah, I'm not going to even try to say it. Lycoy? There is an animal that comes close. The cat breeds. Is that a lynx? Is that like a lynx? I don't know. Sounds interesting, though. Because they have no fur. No, that's not a lynx. Because they have no fur on one part of their head. They look exactly like the classic werewolves. From, well, all the classic werewolves I know, all they all have hair. They had full hair. Full heads of hair. A lot more hair than normal. <laughs> but the only thing I could think of would be a lynx. Wow, that's sad. So basically, the guy that owned her so-called manager got her pregnant and had her body and his son's body preserved. That, that is seriously disturbing. Yeah. Yes. Completely messed up. Right. Yeah, we know you said a cat. A suitable... It's a suitable like a. Oh, that is pretty cool looking. I'm not going to lie. Here, I'll share this. Yeah, no, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, Nicole, my phone just buzzed. <clears throat> Hold on one second. I'm trying to pull it. That is a pretty cool looking. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta reduce everything and then move the screen over to the other one so I can actually see it. That is neat. When I was stationed in Germany, one town they believed in vampires and werewolves and warned us to watch out for them. Yeah, I mean the legend is steep in history. The funny part is too. I don't know, Freaky. You look at the front, the front paws. Them are not regular cat claws. Look at them claws coming out. Yeah. What's up, Dead Soul? Hey, Dead Soul. Them are not normal claws it's of a cat. It's got feline eyes, so. Oh, so now you you have an excuse for it. You no, became... it's I'm just, no, I'm just saying it's. <laughs> It's got feline eyes, so I can't deny that. I'm not. Oh no, I'm not denying that. But them ain't them no cat claws. <laughs> it's not something you'd go up and pet. No, no, I don't think so. Probably not. And I'm a cat guy. Right. This one, I'd probably kick it. <laughs> I don't know, freaky. Freaky said the future is now, claws and not If you look, firm. you can see the the, 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 defini the definition of the claws. But that face, I get, I definitely get what you're saying. Has anyone seen the movie What We Do in the Shadows? 
no easily distracted. That guy, that title kind of scares me a little. That kind of sounds uh, <laughs> ominous. I think I said that wrong. Is that like the mist or the fog? I mean, they're both good movies, but I'm getting older. I don't want to have any um, heart attacks. Yeah, watching the program. <laughs> Uh, I, Andy, am I saying this right? A likeway? Yeah, still too small, though. That's the thing. They're still too small. Oh, snap. They look freaky. Andy sent me a link. I mean, they don't look freaky, but... To look at these cats? I know. I just clicked on it. Oh. Well, I didn't know you were sent the same damn thing. Shut up. I'm just trying to be nice. <laughs> Oh, so I did say that right. Holy crap. Crystal said, so when they were living in North Carolina, my mom used to tell us all to come home before the sun goes down. It gets really dark in the country, and they they did say that there was some weird things going on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, people are, when it comes to legends and lores, people are very, very... It's it's steeped in the history. It's like <laughs> believable. You know what I'm saying? Especially in North Carolina, Virginia, Amanda. Yeah, they talk about Bigfoot. Yep. Well, they absolutely. Oh, is it okay? I'll I'll definitely check it out. A mockumentary. A mockumentary on, on vampires and werewolves. I will definitely check it out. I seem to be reading about dogmen. Those are scary. No, that work okay. I find documentaries boring. This ain't a documentary. It's a mockumentary. I love documentary. Docu. <laughs> is it? Is this? Is is this a mockumentary where they're making fun of it? Yeah, vampires okay. and uh, werewolves. But I love documentaries because I find, especially when it comes to the paranormal and supernatural and stuff. I like documentaries a lot more than actual shows. I, sometimes. I want to know the history of it. That's why I like documentaries. You know what I mean? I want to know every bit and piece. That, I'm just saying me sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, Andy. Your friend's cat had six toes on each. That's a luck cat. Oh. And they were like, yeah, keep that cat. That's not a cat you want to get rid of. That's a luck cat. Does that mean it's... Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Let's move on. Because we're trying... <laughs> Good topic, though. Definitely. I mean, interesting things that everybody's brought up and stuff that makes you think because I mean I really seriously like I don't I'm not even going to talk about it anymore because I'll still <laughs> <laughs> we know how this goes <laughs> all right so a witness to Travis Walton's alien abduction withdraws his accounts the world of ufology think ufology revolves around some famous stories of sightings and abductions 
One abduction account has withstood the test of time. Skeptics, investigations, and movie depiction of what Travis Walton went through in 1975 and six fellow loggers in Slope Lake, Arizona, including one Mike Rogers, reported to local authorities that they encountered a flying saucer. After that conversation, you all just proved you're the best. best. Definitely. Definitely. Um, So, including one Mike Rogers, reported to local authorities that they encountered a flying saucer, which Travis had jumped from the truck and run towards, only to be knocked to the ground by a beam of light. Thinking he was dead, they left him, and when they returned with searchers, they could not find him. Walton showed up five days later with a story of being abducted and taken to a spaceship, encountering two species of aliens and then being dropped off a few miles away. The witnesses, especially Walton's friends and logging crew leader and truck driver, Mike Rogers, stuck by their story and passed, where they all passed polygraph tests. Walton wrote The Walton Experience, which became the basis of of the 1993 film Fire in the Sky, and has continued to tell his story. Um, and if you do a Google search, you, you, you'll you find his story. As for Mike Rogers, I, Michael H. Rogers, being of sound and rational mind, do hereby give notice that I am no longer to be considered a witness to Travis C. Walton's supposed abduction November, November 5th, 1975. That post appeared on Roger's Facebook page on March 19, 2021. After all these years, he is saying that the alien abduction of Travis Walton... Never happened. Is he saying that? What he saw in 1975 never happened? Hi, Ruth. Hey, Ruth. And he, Mike Rogers, is a a sound-minded liar? The comments on his post and others on subsequent days could make for another book or better yet, a soap opera script, but don't really answer, it don't really answer that question. In response to a similar query, Roger says, no, it wasn't a scam or a hoax as far as I know, but you never know. As far as he knows, you never know? That's pretty vague. But you did a documentary on it. No, Travis wrote the book. Which oh, okay, well, okay, so now it's a complete farce? Yeah, now he's saying, they, but he says, he goes back and says, no, it wasn't a scam or a hoax. So, no, I believe Travis Walton. I totally believe. I've watched that guy for many years tell the same story over and over and over again. And and still see that when he's telling it, still see that same fear in his eye. Okay, well, if you see it that way distracted, then, then why'd they fight each other? Don't tell me the movie promises. I have not seen it. I haven't either. Listen, I was mad, and the reason why I want to watch it is because I was mad when Superman was going to battle Batman. And then everybody blew that. I freaking, I was pissed. I was like, how are they going to do that? How are they going to do that? And then it, I understood why they did it and how they did it. 
Yeah, but it, 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 but anyway, it, it, it was long discussed before you got to watch it. Yes. In the Travis Walton story, he said the scene in the movie on board of the UFO is not what really happened as portrayed. Right. From what his, but, but again, like that's where the movie came from was his book. And they had to put in added Something. stuff. Huh? Something. Right. Yeah. But he did state that some of that in the movie is not, he, because he didn't want to discredit himself. You know what I mean? Oh, he, oh, okay. oh, he hasn't even seen it. Gee. Um, so as far as he knows, and you never know, that's pretty vague. Like a remark made to get intention rather than to release new information or make a confession. The comments and counter comments on the posts, especially the back, the back and forth between Rogers and Travis Walton himself, suggest some sort of personal vendetta is at the source. And that vendetta is, not surprisingly, about money. It appears there is talk of a remake of Fire in the Sky in the post, and they imply that this is all is at the root of this big, uh, at least in the UFO world, fight. Money has been a part of this history from the start. The National Enquirer gave Walton and his co-workers $5,000 prize for the best UFO case ever after they passed polygraph tests. Um, what is it? Burnium? Is that a reborn again virgin? What the hell is a Burnium? And he asked if you were one. <laughs> I'm just waiting. A Vermian? You know what? I got to go Google that because I have no idea what the hell that means. <laughs> I don't either. Uh, how do you spell that? Missy is Eddie, or Missy is an Eddian? No, I'm not an Eddian. That's where it requires cloud based purchases. What the hell? Technologies, conjugation. What the the hell are you calling her, Andy? No, Freaky Geek. I think that he just wants to do it himself. Who wants to do what? Travis wants to make Fire in the Sky like he wrote the book. A, a believer that Jules Byrne's books were based on some kind of... Absolutely, they were. I think they were. I think everything is based on something. There is some truth in it. And it's up to you to figure out where the truth actually lies. So, um, but it does sound like someone looking like a bit for a big piece of a pie, you know, or someone dealing with a covering up a lie for 45 years. Travis Walton, of course, sticks to his story, which has not changed in 45 years. That plus the witnesses is what gave the story such credibility and durability as of this writing there don't appear to be any other witnesses coming forward to unwitness themselves so yeah i think this guy just wants a cut of the money and travis is like you know here you can have this much and he's like no i want more do you know what i'm saying very bad crystal yeah i i, I totally get that 
for him to sit there and say, um, I can call this a lie unless you pay me more. Right. For him to say, you know, be asked, is this a hoax? Was it a hoax or a scam? And he's like, no, it wasn't a hoax or a scam. Then what? Then hello. All about the fame. All about the fame. And you know I'm telling you the truth, so you know what? You're going to pay me more money if you want me to make it public. Right. On, on top of what you've already given me? No, I want more. Yeah. I definitely think it's about the money. Look, and look at what Heather just put. He's wanting more fame and money. Right. And she put that just that right, and it's absolutely true. Yeah. Unless you abide to what I'm asking, I'm, I'm going to say it's all a lie. And, and you misquoted everything I said. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's what they said. Um, oh, no. What happened? Where's my link? I messed up my link. Hold on, that guys. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I try to add. I I tried to do put up two articles at once. Why would you do that? Yeah, he's wanting more fame and money. Yeah, that's true. That's what we just talked about. Yeah, that person who retracted their statement is now the forefront of the attention. I suspect that's exactly what they wanted. Yeah, there was some witness that reported a UFO in the forest in the area, seen from town near about the same time it happened. Yeah, there was a lot of. You know, his six other co-workers, plus him, and then, yeah, that's true, Freaky Geek. That is true. <laughs> Ain't gonna lie. So, next on our list. Chocolate mooncake. Oh, hugs back to you, Ruth. Hugs to you, Ruth. Um, Yuri Geller. That name sounds familiar. We all know you're a gully. He's the one that went on TV and bent spoons. Oh, yeah, him. Mind Power moved the Suez Canal ship. I don't believe that, but okay. So this is, well, I, listen, I bring you the there's, weird there's and wacky news of the week, I know, right? But, but there's a difference between bending a spoon and moving over a 400,000-ton ship. Well, let's read what happens here. Okay. The celebrity spoon bender has taken credit for helping to free the stricken cargo ship in the Middle East. Well, he took credit. See, that exactly it starts out. See, I, I, I took credit. As a tremendous, that's the writer though. As a oh. tremendous cooperative effort involving skilled savage crews, dredgers, and a small fleet of tugboats, the world breathed a sigh of relief when the gargantuan cargo ship, which probably has my ship from China that's never going to get here, Oh, well, it um, will now in a week or two. Ever <laughs> given was finally moved after being wedged in the Suez Canal for a better part of a week. According to Yuri Geller, however, it was the mind power of his fans that helped move the ship. Ever the opportunist, the world-famous Irisley had urged his fans around the world to use their collective brain power to move the drunken vessel Vessel at 11.11 a.m. on Saturday. What's up, Ron? Ron! 
Okay. Keep, keep reading. Okay. I'm, I'm watching chat. Don't worry. Just keep reading. This was a mammoth task, but you're but with your mind power and self-belief, we will all free this ship together. I get his theory, though. You're I, sure I, positive. I, this is what I teach every third or well now Tuesdays. But you're you're I sure took away my car reading, guys. Sure. <laughs> your sure positive energy also helped the ground crew efforts. Well done to them, too. So why would this writer be talking about Yuri taking full credit? If, if what you're saying is it took everybody's uh, positive energy to make this happen. I'm going to try to keep reading. I get it. I don't know. why. Go ahead. I don't know why the writer writes the way he did. Of course, the ship did not move on the date and time of Geller's schedule event. However, that doesn't seem to have stopped him from claiming that he hadn't contributed to the effort. He had done something similar before, such as in December of 2019, when he claimed that he had energized the UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson to help him win the election. So, suffice to say, it seems likely that he had a, any impact whatsoever in either case. And we're going to go ahead. <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe he had anything to do with freeing up that cargo ship. The angle that it was at, if you look at it, um, for a ship that size, the angle that it was locked in. Mm -hmm. I didn't see it personally, okay, so I don't okay, know. But if you go watch it, right, you're talking millimeter movements is all it can make at a time. With the right. motors, right, to get it to turn, to come back straight for it to go. I mean, they had a picture up, but it it didn't look like like I'm used to like the Erie Canal, right? But it looked bigger than the Erie Canal. The Suez Canal is bigger than the Erie Canal. Now, are they talking a canal like our canals, or are they talking like um uh different layered? Uh, moving through the canal like Panama. Yeah, yeah, that. that. Okay. Yeah, it, it, it's a big canal. Okay. But this cargo ship that got stuck, yes, you're absolutely right, Andy. I'm, I'm doing the mind reading thing with you, and it's full of shit regarding the, the Gell, Mr. Geller. I agree. But because of the size of that ship and, and, and the way it was angled, you're talking this thing is only moving this far at a time to right. be able to turn it. Right, yeah. So, did he have anything? Absolutely not. He had nothing to do with it. The, the people I give the credit to are the engineers and the captain of that damn thing. Right. To be like, okay, forward, backwards, forward, backwards. We need to do forward, backwards. We need to do this. Right, yeah. That's why it took almost a week to get this shit turned straight again. See, I think that with my brain, that's why I, it's taken me through. Because I think of our canals. Our canals here are man-made. The canals there are naturally made, right? Am I right? That's well, why over there? Like, yeah. Um, the canal is natural, but all the walls and, and borders are, are built just like our canals. Just like ours, only they're bigger. Yes. They're, okay. they're a lot wider. Okay. Our canals is, is a one-passing ship canal. Right, yeah. Over there, they can pass 
ships back and forth at the same time. Okay. And that's what messed them up. When the ship got angled, it cut off the whole canal. Gotcha. All right. Okay. Thank so, you for the ice cream, Nicole. When it comes to that Mr. Uh, uh, what's his name? No, that was bullshit. He got his 15 minutes of Why are you getting so pissed? Because why do people got to try to stand up and be forward like that when you know you're full of shit? You had nothing to do with moving that ship. I, I, I'm not pissed. I'm, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm at a loss. Like, why are you trying to take credit for something you had nothing to do with? Right. That's arrogance. Definitely. Okay. I so agree, maybe but... that's, maybe that's what I'm, I'm mad about. Okay. Is because this arrogance? What the I can accomplish a lot in the store that I do in an eight hour shift, but you, you don't, you don't see me running to the manager saying, Hey, I did this. I did that. You know, blah, blah, blah. You I know do. what I mean? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. So it, it just kind of bothers me when, when they do that. Um, so how did those dolphins get to New York? The movie? Believe it or not, that was the, with that with the, uh, freak of the weather change. The dolphins were actually running with the warm water, and that's how they ended up in New York. I believe it, yeah. I, I remember reading the story about that, though. Yeah, Ted, that's, yeah, you said, wonder what, how much money they lost because of that. Oh, they lost, they lost a ton of money. Um, perhaps Mr. Gillis should have helped out Japan or Thailand with their tsunamis rather than some ship. He could have actually saved a lot of lives if he actually did anything at all. Uh, Geller was a mentalist. No, he's a psycho, a psychoist. <laughs> yeah, he is a bit of a diva. The jungle is 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 man made, um, but the British back back it in in the nineteen hundreds. Okay, yeah. See, I just know, like I said, the Erie Canal. <laughs> That's all I know. That's only the only canal I know. Well, you got you got the Erie, you got the Panama, you got the Suez. Uh, but I'm saying the only they, one that no, I... I'm, but I'm just telling yeah. you that some of the canals. I don't even know all the canals. Right. But I know the Suez. I know the Panama. I know the Erie. Um, the Erie and the Panama is not even as close to as big as the Suez. Is. Right. And, and that's all I know when it comes to knowing about canals. But I also know, yeah, with the Erie, it was man-made for the shipyard. Yes. That's because of New York, Erie, that's where... Yes, Erie, Erie was man-made. Yeah. So and I thought just maybe the, all canals were man-made no, or whatnot. Uh, well, like I said, uh, most of the, the, well, you know, the building of it is man-made. Right, right. But they did. But I mean with the canal locks and, you know and, what and I mean? They, do you know the reason why they made the canals? The locks? It wasn't only the fact that they could uh, uh, shorten travel time. They could control the flow of the water so it wasn't coming through so hard. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, wrong spelling of Erie, uh, Freaky. <laughs> He's always been into the paranormal, Nicole. Well, I think what she's saying is he, he started publicly going more paranormal than he was with anything else. I've always known him to be in the paranormal. <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly, Patrick. But that's why that's why they built the canals. It was to slow down the water feed. Um, okay, so next on our list is, was Nikolai Tesla an alien from Venus? Ask him, he'll tell you. I know. A declassified FBI document seems to suggest so. I don't know why you're whispering because I'm sure they heard you. <laughs> when it comes to some of the most brilliant minds of our generation, many tend to wonder where exactly such geniuses comes from. As we marvel over the epiphanies and the breakthroughs of some of the greatest minds of previous generations, such as Nikolai Tesla, it's curious what set some people apart in terms of their unrivaled intelligence. A newly disclassified FBI document seems to suggest, however, that Tesla's brilliance originated elsewhere. Yes, they can read lips too. I, I know, I know. I tried to, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> Venus, to be exact. Nikolai Tesla is an extremely well-known scientist who numerous inventions and scientific discoveries led to the advancement in the technology that we enjoy today. His radio technology is what we used today in today's smartphones, computers, satellites, missiles, navigation systems, and spaceships. And I'm sure so much more that we don't know about. Um, his inventions such as the Tesla coil, artificial lightning, rotating magnetic field, and alternative current AC, electricity, are known for being far ahead of Tesla's time. Tesla's mind was almost too great for the limitations of his time technology. In 1926, interestingly, Tesla predicted that people around the world will eventually be able to stay connected by not only hearing but seeing each other no matter where they were located across the planet using a device small enough to fit in their pocket. This was decades before the first smartphone was ever even thought of. His foresight is almost unbelievable. Tesla also had over a thousand inventions patented on record, including his 1905 patent known as the art of transmitting electrical energy through the natural medium, which was based on his belief that Earth was sort of an electrical generator that could supply nearly endless supply of energy. The things that make, um, these things make it clear that Tesla was a remarkably intelligent man who was far ahead of his time. In fact, it was said that many of his inventions between 300 and 1,000 years were between 300 and 1,000 years ahead of time. We were not to, um, were it not for Tesla's invention, the world as we know would be nearly a halfly, half a century behind where we are today in the terms of technological advancement. This has understandably led to the wonders of Tesla's origins. Was he even from this planet? A newly declassified FBI document known as the Interplanetary Sessions Newsletter, written on June 14, 1957, 
seems to suggest that these notions may not be as unbelievable as they sound. In fact, this document seems to suggest that Tesla was originally from the planet Venus. It read in part, the space people have visited the Tesla engineers many times and have told us that Tesla was Venusian, Venusian, brought to this planet as a baby in 1856 and left with Mr. and Mrs. Tesla in a remote mountain province in what is now known as Yugoslavia. Additionally, Margaret Storm, a woman who was tasked with writing a book on Tesla's remarkable life, was reported giving information through a device that the scientists created in 1938 that said to allow for interplanetary communication. Allegedly, Storm even had contact with these so-called space people. In an interview of May of 1959, Storm reported that Tesla was in fact uh, Venus from Venus. I can't say Venusian. I that so sounds so weird. Anyway, Tesla was. She said Tesla was born aboard a spacecraft and brought to this planet and placed in care of Mr. and Mrs. Tesla. Venus, Venetian. No, not Venetian. Venusian. Venusian. Yes, he was, Ted. He wanted everybody to have free electricity. That's why, um, that's why um, Westinghouse wouldn't back him and back to um, Edison because Edison would go for the money part of it as well. And Tesla wouldn't. Um, Storm claims that Tesla was frequently in contact with his fellow people from Venus, even visiting him from time to time. And if you studied Tesla, okay, you would, he would, you will find that he specifically had come out and said that he has had contact with outer space people. He doesn't go into like the whole story of it, but yes. And that's where many of his patents come from was from like downloads that he got from Aliens. I don't think he was a time traveler. Yes, exactly, Andy. Edison took him down with political connections and greed for more wealth. Yes, that's why we have AC and DC. But at, um, Tesla said that we could get it, we, it could make doable with having all of us have free electric, which in part, if you guys, you know, have been here in the shows now, I've talked about how aliens, that's what aliens wanted. That's what the whole thing with Eisenhower was. And it, it was shot down, basically. But one of the things I, I don't understand, how, how you can have free electric, okay? Because you still got to uh, build transformers. Right. But Tesla wanted that. I, well, I get that. But are people going to work for free to build transformers, to build water mills? You know what I mean? Why are you being so combative today? Oh, my God. I'm, I'm just... joking. I'm joking. Calm down. Calm down. I'm joking. I am calm. Jesus. 
It's just a simple question. ACDC, I, I've seen some really dodgy men claiming to be of that persuasion, <laughs> right? So Storms claimed that Tesla was frequenting contact with fellow people from Venus. Um, in an interview, she states that Tesla may have, or Tesla had many vis visitors who arrived in spaceships and that most of them came from Venus. According to the Interplanetary Sessions newsletter, newsletter Margaret Storm had been assigned to certain work with the space people as follows. She is writing a book, Return, to, Return of a Dove, a story of the life of Nikola Tesla, scientist, and part of its inventions will play in the new age. Further, much of the information that Storm used to complete her book was apparently given to her through communication with the space people. The now declassified FBI document goes on to say, much of the data for this book has been supplied to Mrs. Storm through transcripts received on the Tesla set, a radio-type machine, like the first Frank's box, right? Um, in 1943, and his engineers did not build the Tesla set after his death. It was placed in operation in 1950, and since that time, Tesla engineers have been in close touch with spaceships. Man, I tell you what, I wish I could get my hands on that box. Patrick, you're right. They did go in and steal a lot of his inventions and his work and his drawings. And over time, surprisingly, they went missing out of their custody. I am never combative, Andy. <laughs> it's hard to say what exactly the, mo the motives were for Margaret Strom's book and her claims that Tesla was from Venus. In looking at the declassified FBI document, however, we pre we may receive a small clue as to greater minds at work at, the at this process. Mrs. Storms will present the material to certain <coughs> small groups in the New York area within the, few ne the, new the next few weeks, and probably space groups in other sections will also cooperate by offering it to their members. Our world situation is not hopeless by any means, although the space people bluntly inform us that this is a race and we are too lazy spiritually. We must, we must become more potent if we are to hold this planet together again, the efforts of the dark forces to blow it to bits. Again. Yes, exactly, Ron. And that's why that's what they offered, too, was free electricity, and Eisenhower shot him down. Again, this is an FBI declassified document. Okay? And if you click on the link that is with this story, it'll take you to the actual document that you can read. Um, so, I mean, it's all... I, I didn't look because I was just doing the news for Friday. I didn't look to see if this is one. I mean, obviously it was declassified, but I don't know if it was in the last like batch of declassifications. I think it actually was. I think it was in the, in the last uh, segment of everything they were trying to reveal. Right. And that's and that's what funny that's what's funny too. If you look back at Frank's box, you know Tesla had his box, 
that he talked to space people, the space people through. Frank's box had his box. He had that one that talked to Purple, who was from a different, from outer space, was an alien. And Nicole, yes, Patrick is absolutely right. He got the idea directly from the alien saying that we should have free energy, free yep. electric. And yes, uh, Patrick's statement is true. Yeah, I know. Well, see, Ron, because of the declare, everything's supposed to be declassified about UFOs and everything. Um, I forgot when the date is. Um, but the Black Vault has it, I'm sure. If anybody's got it, he's got it. And believe me, his stuff is secure. If it, yeah, even the dark web can't get through to him. <laughs> He's probably got more firewalls than 90 million people put together. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Black Vault's got, he's, believe me. You got to be careful. Even though if they declassify stuff, you got to watch what you're keeping copies of. Some of the wrong people might come after you. So, yeah. I mean, definitely interesting. It says, is Venus to thank for Tesla's in, in innovations? Many have said that without Tesla's con contributions, the development of the entire world as we know would not be nearly as far along as it is today. Based on the number of patents that Tesla had on record, in addition to the nearly 500 patents that he had either sold or did not register, Tesla would have had created an unbelievably 20 inventions every year. Wow. I just got shivers. 20 inventions every single year. Put that more plainly, Tesla would have been We've had to invent something that nobody on earth has ever seen once every 20 days. I mean, that right there <laughs> is pure genius to think for his remarkable progress or is something more. He himself said that he got, you know, he talked about it. Actually, Patrick, it is. Uh, and, and a lot of scientists, and I will tell you, they have no idea where the idea came from. Um, how they started working on it, uh, where drawings came from, they just all of a sudden know. Oh, a lot, yeah, a lot of it's redacted, freaky. Like, if you look at the copies being um, declassified, a lot of it's redacted. Um, it wasn't 28, but it wasn't 128. No, he had, um, there was supposed to be 70 chests. 50 got delivered to that museum. I can't remember how many. And then when they asked about it, they're like, oh, no, there was only 40 or something like that. My restream uh, chat's fine, Andy. Put it this way, we lived 1,900 years without the technology, yet all of a sudden we have moving so fast it's a joke. And, and, and you're right, Ted. And like I said, again, a lot of these scientists, I'll tell you, they – all of a sudden, it's just I got this. I got this idea. I got this vision. This is what I've seen. This is what we can do. You don't. You, you can't honestly tell me they went to sleep that night, had a damn dream, and all of a sudden, oh look, I got the best idea in the world. 
out of nowhere. Something had to motivate them. Well, I'm, I'm trying to look ready to you. Oh, sorry, baby. Sorry. Yeah, I was basically talking to you. Right, right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was just making sure Andy was okay. And yet YouTube crashed on me. Wouldn't be so bad if it didn't waste so much. Have such idiot. His YouTube and that just went down. Sorry, I'm back. I was reading something. Go, come on. But there's no way that that you can justify being a scientist for twenty something years and then overnight, oh my God, I got this brilliant idea. Here's the drawing. That didn't just didn't occur to you, right? That was something that was given to you for you to work on, right? He said that, but like what Patrick said, he came to him in dreams, but he also had like downloads, which. I, I, I was going for Ted. Oh. Because um, he had said something earlier, and he says they're getting it from somewhere, and it's not from their thinking. Exactly. And they didn't Google it. Hi, Ryan. How are you? Welcome, welcome. Which Ryan are we talking about? Oh, Ryan, not Ryan. Oh, I didn't hear you say oh. <laughs> Is he the belt? Orion's bell. Yeah, it? yeah, I get it. Sorry. Oh. See, again, I get yelled at for, I went to show Amanda's <laughs> statement or her post and another moderator handled it. <laughs> hey, Mirthor aliens. What's up, aliens? Oh, that's great. No. Orion's gray. Orion gray. They've been here before. I, just, I know that. But all I seen was Orion. It, 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 see, if I would have seen the name, I would have called that person gray. Hey, G-Smoke, how you doing? So all this UFO cover up something to do with all this technology? Yeah, well, oh, I think in that situation, yes. I believe they wanted to rummage through it and see what was in it. And you know what I mean? That's why they raided. Like his stuff was missing before it even left to his, his apartment. Like he died. It's almost like his body laying there. Things were getting rummaged through at that point in time. Do you know what I mean? Or at his hotel room. Um, so, the interplanetary sessions newsletter seems to leave us more questions than answers. Still, it's very remarkable, a remarkable finding for those who believe in alien visitation of our world. More and more often, the release of declassified government documents surrounding UFOs, extraterrestrial life, and our government's long-knowing history of it seem to prove, be preparing us for full disclosure. What do you guys think? Remember, missing money forms the technology have been lost over time. Who's to say that we maintained it? We wouldn't be a lot farther now than we currently are. The, that, problem, the problem with that, though, is we are further along than what they will tell us. Right. I see what you're saying. 
couldn't be a lot farther now. Oh. And... Yeah, shut up there, Missy. Than we currently are. Come yeah. on. Hold on. Sorry, guys. Okay, yeah, Crystal. Everybody send sure. prayers to uh, Crystal's, I, I guess her are uh, uh, Ashley. Uh, prayers and positive vibes, everybody. Definitely. But yeah, it, it, it's just we're further ahead than than we think. Yeah, um, but we, I think we, we're supposed to be for, further ahead than even now. How do we know what we have when we're never told? You're only told what you need to know. Right. Period. From the government, yes. Exactly. Weapons-wise. Do you know how far advanced we are? But I can understand that. They can't tell us that shit because... It's technology. That's what I'm getting at. It's technology that we've acquired. From where? Right. To design this stuff. Right. So, what I'm saying, though, is like people just... Like the people that wanted to storm Area 51. Okay. I totally get them hiding that technology. Yes, I wish they would have told us where it came from, but... I understand it because of the fact that we don't want other countries having that knowledge, knowing what we got. Do you know what I mean? Right. I, I, I'm sorry. I was reading what Andy, what Andy had put and talking about tech that cut stone without tool marks, et cetera, let alone shifting cut stones, which right. are over a thousand times perfectly smooth and yet allegedly done by people who didn't even have the wheel. Well, then please explain Stonehenge. Please explain pyramids. I mean, if you want to go that road, where'd that technology come from? Right. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah. And what did they believe? That's the thing. What did they believe? They believed that, you know, people were riding around in chariots up in the sky. And, and that's what they believed. Right. That's what they wrote down because that's what they saw. That enhances the, the paintings and the drawings on cave walls and that. Right. Because they seen gods or demigods. They, they've seen. Right. Because back then, it wasn't a secret. Right. They were trying to teach us. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It wasn't a secret. It was well known. It was versed. You were taught. But now you start getting people with power. I don't want you to know what I know. You don't know anything about that. We're blocking you off from that. Right. Hence, our, our secret societies, our secret agencies. And I think that's what caused all that. Right. I thought the sun rode in a chariot in the sky. It could have been. I could. I don't know. No, but I mean, they saw like people riding chariots and like, cause they didn't know how to describe it. Imagine like the first UFO, the, you know, guy from Washington, that, you know, he, that's where flying disc came from because he didn't know how to describe it. Oh, I didn't get to the time travel shit today. Damn it. It's one more story. We got we got time. Uh one of the things the aliens are time travelers or we have this. Yeah, before Atlantis. I believe that. I believe 
And actually, I don't think Storm Stonehenge is, is debunked because there's astrologers there all the time that can line up directly that the angles and, and everything. I think Aliens is talking about, hi, Pagan Dreams. How are you? Welcome. What's up, Pagan Dreams? Um, I think Aliens is talking about basically that it's debunked on how it was made. Man can't stand up that stone. You're talking these stones. <laughs> Freaky geek. Is is what? Yes, but I believe that there's some. There was smarter people than we think. We gave them credit for. If that makes sense. It does. I don't know. Uh oh, Freaky's getting buffering now. See, because it knows that. Too We're hour. talking about stuff we shouldn't be talking I know, about. I'm telling you, they all might be here watching. Oh, anytime, Pagan, anytime. Yeah, always no They are. They are. <laughs> oh, you're very welcome. It's our pleasure. But yeah, uh, Stonehenge is, is one of them. Uh, Easter Island is, is another uh, phenomenal mystery. Telling you, Easter Island. The and head. I know you're going there. I know where you were going with that. It's the legs of of the heads from Easter the toes. Island. The toes. Because they, they they're they're directly lined up from one another. Yeah, that's a joke. Yeah, you're Picture, getting off. Hold right on, there. pictures were taken in the making of Stonehenge. I I can't believe that. Seeing how Stonehenge has been around. Um, and, yeah, I, I just don't. According I, I don't to science, know. ten thousand years ago, we were in next best thing cave to cave dwellers. Yet over thirteen thousand years ago, Gobekli Tepe was built. Could be the government aliens causing the buffering. <laughs> that why well, that's what we were just talking about, Patrick. <laughs> Easter Island. Seems to show Western Europeans with beards most strange. Anaki. The Anunnaki. It would be Anunnaki. <laughs> uh, but Stonehenge, I, I, I don't under. I, I, uh, there's no way they got pictures of somebody building Stonehenge. Ted's got a good point. He's like, I mean, look at the planes from trying to fly till now. We to now we have stealth bombers within a hundred years. It doesn't add up. It, well, exactly. So if they got pictures of, of Stonehenge being built, can you? Well, it, you're it's, not it's hard because I'm trying to look through all of this to look at you. They would have to have cranes and everything to lift these massive stones. You're, you, you can't get enough. Why does nobody remember pulleys? Why does nobody remember? Do you know what it would take, even for a pulley, how many people it would take to pull on a rope to lift that 4,000-ton stone into the air and place it on top of two other ones? It, them stones weigh more than a battleship. I never knew that easily distracted. Illinois used to be an island till a volcano erupted. Well, that's new to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it. I ain't either, Andy. Ha uh -huh. I'm already in enough trouble. 
shadow when anybody today thinks about poise they picture grandpa Poise. <laughs> pull my that's, fingers that's true that's true all right guys unfortunately it's that time again mib is trying to suck, shut me down <laughs> horses yeah no you you i'm sorry even horse Clydesdales ain't gonna pull them damn things into the air. This has been an awesome discovery or discovery. Well, it's been an awesome discovery. This has been an awesome freaking gotta give the boy points. <laughs> That's right. It's been an awesome talk, guys. This is why I love doing this, really. We've and he says, damn it, we want more Freaky Fridays in the week. I know, right? I looked at the mic again. I'm sure you could tell. <laughs> we're already I, into overtime. We're already Patrick. into overtime, and everybody's buffering. <laughs> it did go by fast, didn't it? Easily distracted. Friday's always. Yeah, I mean, yes. during, the, during the week when 11 o'clock hits, I'm like, well, damn, that hour has quit. And then the next hour is like, holy shit, is it over yet? <laughs> it did go by really quick today, though. I love, I, that's what I love doing about them too, Todd, is that everybody gets into the conversation, and I absolutely freaking love it. Absolutely. I love picking all your guys' brains, and I hope you guys have... Enjoy me picking your brains. <laughs> Not in a gross zombie-like way, though. <laughs> me. Yes, you guys are. You guys are the best around. Thank you for the lemons. All right, guys. Should I get to credits? Probably. Everybody get over to D-Live. Start dumping that, 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 that chat. Now I, there we go. How cool, how cool is that? Like I have it set to where when I start the, when I put it on the screen. Thank you for the ice creams, Ron. Oh, I was going to blow you a kiss and I, I didn't even, you can't see me. <laughs> you want to say your? Well, I, I was waiting for you to finish, but then I, then I was going to chime in. <laughs> this is where I tell you all, ladies hugs, gentlemen fist bumps, stay safe, stay strong. We're going to get through it. Oh, what the fart? And tomorrow, I get to see you on Andy and Chaos, where we can have fun and let loose. Until then, have a great night. Oh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Chaos didn't make me coffee today. Mr. Ooh. Chaos was at work. <laughs> 20 seconds, guys. I hit the button. If the chest doesn't pop up for you, click on it, and hopefully it'll pop up. Thank you for stopping in, Pagan. Hi, Beth. Hey, Beth. Yes, Pagan, absolutely. Thank you for stopping by. She greatly appreciates it. We all <laughs> we both appreciate it. <laughs> now you guys are really messing with me. Holy I was throwing that one that direction. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for being here. We appreciate each and every one of you every day coming in here and hanging with us, talking with us. I love it. I have, We both love it. 
like I said, if it wasn't for them, we there wouldn't would be, be us. That's that's true. So Heather got 81.8 Lamones, Nicole got 47.4, Patrick got 34.5, Ron got 27.6, and Freaky Geek got 23.2. I try all the time, Freaky. I, I was just a little ahead of the curve this time. It's Beth yelling again. <laughs> I'm glad oh, it's Beth. Nubs. It's Beth panties yelling again. <laughs> Oh, God. Thank you for the oh, little. Oh, God. That's nasty, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a great weekend. Happy Easter. Thank you, Ron, for the Lamons. I ain't saying happy Easter till Sunday, but I will say it now for those that don't come to my show. Happy Easter. All right, everybody. Take care. Be safe. Have a great weekend. Remember, Find something today that makes you smile with your eyes. We love you guys. Mwah. Mwah.